Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today's episode, The Power of Unconditional Love. Before going into the topic, I want to wish you a happy, healthy, and prosperous New Year 2020. And if you are traveling, I wish you a safe journey. I also want to thank you for being here and taking the time to listen to my stories. You give meanings to these episodes. Today I'm going to share the power of unconditional love. I am doing so because love is at the core of our existence and only through love can we find happiness. The challenge is where to find the true unconditional love. Four years ago, I found happiness and love not where I expected it, and it didn't come in the package I expected either. It happened in January 2016 when I arrived at Phil's event as a unhappy with my life left brain chemist seeking for solution to improve my business. To my surprise, from the first five minutes of interacting with Phil, we started hyperlinking our life. It felt as if I already knew him. During Phil's teaching, I learned why I was unhappy. And at one point, he made us do an exercise, and I decided to participate without reservation. I let go of all inhibition, revealing my soul to its bare essence. Phil picked up on the tears and the energy. He paused for a while. I remember that instant because I feared judgment. I dread what he was going to say next. And what he did actually changed my life forever. With genuine care, he held space, then shared a story explaining that he relates to my pain. The comfort of knowing I wasn't alone in my struggles soothed my soul as I never experienced before. I left Phil's event transformed. For the life of me, my analytical brains could not explain how meeting a complete stranger could create such a feeling of bliss and euphoria. My whole being was vibrating with such a powerful surge of love. Is this what love at first sight is? When I saw Phil two weeks later, the euphoria intensified. I could not explain anything. My whole body wanted to merge with him. Thank goodness for my rational minds that was there to remind me that this was a stranger. So... I did behave appropriately in public. As I mustered the courage to go and see him, I was wondering what to say. I think what we exchanged meant nothing compared to how I felt, and this was way beyond the physical plane. As he left, I watched him go and wondered, what's so special about him? I wanted to be like him. Then it dawned on me. I'm already like him. He is just further ahead on his journey. So from that moment, Phil became my new role model. 
For more than 40 years, I was a composite of my environment, which was acquired by the many years of criticism and the, it's not like that you're supposed to do this, it's like that. I was what others expected of me. I realized that night how far I was from my authentic self, which explained why I was so unhappy. The challenge was to break the mold. In meeting Phil, not only it gave me permission to break the mold, he gave me some powerful tool as well. The challenge was to see these tools for what they were and not let my ego get in the way. One of my greatest obstacles was my unconscious false beliefs. Up until a few months ago, I was relieving old patterns I witnessed between my parents. It goes to show that growth takes awareness and time. As I'm sharing this with you, I think the true gift was in the analysis of my encounter with Phil, rather than the actual feeling. However, without experiencing the feeling of unconditional love, I wouldn't have done the research. While I busy myself in breaking my own mold, I was quite a pain for my environment because I was no longer following logic nor their advice. Some of my girlfriends, rather than being happy for me, told me to be careful because I could get hurt. Others were teasing me, saying, Oh, Nadia, you are in love. I spent years trying to explain and justify. In the end, I concluded that it's irrelevant what I say. I just knew inside my heart that what I was feeling was beyond their understanding. It takes depth and openness to go beyond what appears to be love at first sight. I truly wanted to understand what was that unexplainable feeling of bliss. It took me six months to finally dare put my ask out there as Phil has mentioned it in our first meeting. I asked if I could share something personal with him. And to my surprise, he agreed. Here is what I shared with Phil. Phil, thank you so much for giving me permission to share my heart with no judgment. I'm not sure what's going on or why it's happening ever since I met you in January. I feel our spirit connected somehow. I hear your voice and wisdom 5,000 miles away. Is this possible? The other day I woke up dreaming about you. I was floating around you and I had the urge to kiss you. When my lips connected with yours, I was no longer human. I became a ball of light and it went straight into your heart. The thing is, there were millions of light all united for one purpose, which is to love and uplift one another. I don't know how to describe this feeling. It's like I'm connected to the universe and you are the portal. Why do I feel like that? I hope I'm not too bold. I know we don't know each other. And I also know that how I feel about you is beyond the physical realm. It's as if my entire body molecule wants to be in and around you. At our first meeting, I noticed how you had a unique ability to connect with the audience. It was deep and sincere. You touched my heart that night. 
The best way to describe the feeling, it's as if you took my heart from my chest and dipped it into a heart cleaning solution and put it back. I feel so overjoyed and in love with life. The dream brought a new sense of awareness. You have inspired me to inspire others. Since I met you, I decided to follow the direction of my heart. I know this path leads to happiness and life fulfillment. I see already footprints in the direction I'm heading. I notice, though, that it takes me two to three steps to match the imprint on the ground. Is it you that's further ahead? Or God? Or what if God is actually carrying you? Ever since I met you, I notice things are not always as they seem. What if I'm supposed to bob behind the two of you with my new clean heart and a little pot of glue? Who knows, maybe my life purpose is to help mend broken pieces. I guess only time will tell. For now, I'm forever grateful that you decided to show up in January and shared your gift with me. In doing so, you helped me become more authentic. Thank you, Phil. From his response, I knew it was safe writing to him, and it's through writings that I gradually transformed and learned the true power of unconditional love. Gradually, I shifted the science and chemistry to mind chemistry, pushing away the limitation and opening the door to what is limitless. To this day, Phil and I have a special connection based on a spiritual and unconditional love. If there is one thing I wish for you in 2020 is this, to find at least one person who you can have this kind of relationship with. I'm referring to the kind of love that Napoleon Hill described in his book, Own Your Own Mind. This is so important to grasp that I'm sharing with you the full passage. Love here is a state of mind, a human emotion which heads the entire list of all emotions for effectiveness in establishing harmonious relationships between people. Love is of the spirit. It is of divine origin. If you wish to see control attention in operation in its highest form, observe the men and women who have consolidated the interest in a spirit of love. Observe also how easily this state of mind clears the mind of all other thoughts. Where true love prevails, the presence of envy, greed, revenge, lust, selfishness, and the desire for something for nothing claim no part in the minds of the lovers. I am not referring to that form of sentimentalism known as puppy love, nor the emotion of sex, which is often mistaken for love. I am speaking of that spiritual power which brings people together in a spirit of oneness, that relationship through which each person becomes spiritually a part of the other. Love is spiritual harmony between two people. The relationship is not confined to men and women it is the sort of relationship that exists between people wherever the true spirit of Christianity prevails. It is the highest form of human connection. 
it becomes the dominating factor in human relationship, harmony, and understanding. This excerpt of the book is found on page 226-227. It goes to show that the true unconditional love does not hurt. What may hurt is the expectation around wanting something that is beyond your control. However, this was never the situation between me and Phil. My love for him was and still is, as Hill describes, just is pure, unconditional love. Up until I met Phil, I lived a disconnected life, which explains why I wasn't happy. In that state of mind, there was no way I could find peace, joy, or any kind of fulfillment. Phil brought in my life a new degree of awareness. Rather than seeing things from a physical perspective, I started feeling energetic vibrations. With time, I learned to use this blissful feeling constructively. Mentally speaking, the love feeling gave me the strength to go within Rather than seeking the outer world to make me happy, I looked at myself for who I was. I asked the question, mainly why I wasn't happy and what was I willing to do to be happy. This new awareness opened my mind to the unknown and its infinite possibilities, which eventually led me to experience a spiritual awakening. It gave me the willpower to reach higher, and the willpower gave me patience and perseverance. To give you a visual perspective, it's like my whole body got an upgrade from a 1960s black and white TV to a full-blown IMAX 3D, where the screen is as big as the sky, with sharp, bright colors and surround sound. Once upgraded, I started seeing things from a new perspective and I also attracted people who were more aligned with my new vision. Loving someone from that place of pure unconditional love without any expectation and condition is how I truly believe that Mother Nature intended us to live. Sometimes I wonder how we would all of us be if everyone loved themselves at a level 10 with no self-doubt running in the back of their mind? How would your life be if each of us would see in you your true essence instead of judgment and criticism? It took me a long time to see through my own fog and achieve a place of inner clarity, and I wouldn't have found that place without receiving that loving energy. I would have never found the strength to break free from my ego and my past programming. During the past four years, I had to let go of all pretense, including pretending to be positive. I had to let go of the pretense to actually become it. I learned something else of great importance for business success and life fulfillment. It took me a lot of discernment to distinguish between lust and love, Phil and God. These four things got intertwined during the same event. What brought me to understand the difference is when I read a passage in the book Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. He says, 
the knowledge of the true function of sex and the ability to think accurately are two things of greatest importance to mankind because it is the solution to all men's problems. The answer to all is prayers, the source of opulence and all material possessions. Accurate thinking is aided by properly controlled and directed sex emotion because sex emotion is the same energy as that with which one thinks. It begins with those who desire self-determination sufficiently to be willing to pay its price. No one can be entirely free, spiritually, mentally, physically, and economically, without learning the art of accurate thinking. No one can learn to think accurately without including, as part of the needed knowledge, information on the control of sex emotion through transmutation. What Napoleon Hills is saying here is that the sex emotion through transmutation is basically, instead of acting on the urge, is to have the patience to let that energy flow through creation. I thank God every day for giving me the gift of unconditional love with discernment. I say this because it requires self-control, healthy boundaries, and mutual respect from both parties to receive the hidden gem behind the powerful love energy. If I hadn't gone through this analysis of the cause and effect, I would have easily mixed the feeling of love for the feeling of lust. And acting on lust weakens the mind and weakens self-control which then depletes the energy required to do the necessary work to be successful. This is where maturity, wisdom, and patience come into play. Notice how many famous people have lost their reputation or fortune because of lust. There are many reasons as to why it's important to control the sex drive. For me, the main advantage was that I learned to channel that energy within me. So basically, I used the sex drive to fuel my willpower to get up in the morning and do the drudgery work. According to Phil, successful people achieve mastery on the plateau, meaning it's when you keep showing up at the gym of life that you become good at your craft. But getting up in the morning, regardless of the weather condition, and getting things done is challenging. Staying on that plateau and keep giving all that you've got, even though nobody is paying you because nobody knows you exist, that is challenging. Just like the Karate Kid movie, when the kids spend the whole summer wax on, wax off. It takes effort, patience, and perseverance, and faith to stay on the plateau. And staying on the plateau is the only way to mastery. From my experience, unconditional love, in its true essence, feels like bliss. There is no pain or fear in this kind of love. If you are with someone and you feel sad, hurt, in pain, or experiencing doubts. 
it's not love that you are experiencing. It could be that it's your intuition telling you that something is not aligned with your value or there's something else. Pay attention to your feelings. Beside lust and love, I had to discern between Phil and God. It took me two years to understand Phil's role and separate it from God's intervention. I now believe it's not Phil's love I received when I met him. It was my own. I think God used Phil as a spiritual catalyst to reflect back at me more than 40 years of my own good deeds and unconditional love. So you might ask, why did it take me so long to see it? Well, because I'm human. I can't help it. I complicate things. Notice how often we human have a way to make a mess of what true unconditional love is. Our ego, false belief, and fear gets in the way. Can you imagine, for a moment, if a mummy tree would say to the young tree, don't grow too tall, otherwise you will cast too much of a shadow on your siblings and they will not have enough sunshine to grow. And yet, how often have you heard something along those lines? Well, starting your business is dangerous. I think you should keep your day job. It's much safer. Or something else that sounds more like, well, I'm not sure if I want to start my own business. What if I fail? It took me a long time to stop hiding and break free from other people's expectation. And during that time, it was easier for me to see Phil's greatness than my own. But now I know. I finally understood the power of unconditional love and the wisdom behind it. It goes to show that growth and success don't happen overnight. It is a process, a journey. The reason why I went at length here to share with you my experiences is to give you hope and to help you navigate through your own challenges. And also that you understand the true power behind unconditional love when used wisely. I hope this episode was helpful. Thank you so much for listening and have a fabulous new year 2020 filled with happiness, joy, love, and prosperity. If you feel this information could help a friend, please share it. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out at ask at nadiafleury.com.